Jerome Ferguson. Oh, the classic <laughs> intro. <laughs> I have to. That's the way, yo. Honestly, my answer machine is just like that too. So I, I oh, have no to. way. <laughs> That's gonna be your thing. That's sick. When we, thought, when we heard that, you said that in the last video, we just kept saying it back and forth. We were watching it back. <laughs> we, we made it a meme, bro. We made it Jerome Ferguson. <laughs> so everyone's gonna say it. Yo, yo. That's, a good one. That's your brand. That's your brand. Yeah. Jerome. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> All right. How you been? How's quarantine for you? How's everything going? Quarantine's been an interesting experience. Just you know, having to pivot and just kind of do things a little bit differently and kind of live online and. The cool thing is that we were kind of living online anyway, so it was just kind of good to see how the community came together a little bit more and just to see the engagement was has been pretty dope. So it's been yeah. cool. It's been good. That's dope. Has the engagement increased since uh, quarantine or has it kind of stayed steady? Or it's, it's funny because there's certain things that will get a lot more engagement than others. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just kind of gauging that we've done a couple of like feedback sessions. We've done a couple of like, uh, we've done one on business. Uh, Amber did one on songwriting. Keegan did one on engineering. So just kind of seeing like what people engage with a little bit more with and just kind of seeing how that was what is kind of interesting because moving forward, it can kind of be something where if people really engage with something, then, you know, why not? Why not provide something online where they can um, where they can do that? Exactly, yeah. Kind of focusing on that more since it's performing mm -hmm. good and shit. Yeah, yeah. seeing what works. Mm -hmm. It's testing it out. And then just obviously going with like you know now pivoting with the Canadian Beatmakers uh, League. It's kind of just yeah. allowed us to kind of go through with that a little bit more. But I'm sure we'll discuss yeah. that a little. So bit. how's how's that going? Like, what stage are you guys at for the league right now? So basically, we're just right now in submission stage right now. We're just kind of like accepting submissions from people and uh, mm -hmm. just to lead up to July 15th when we actually stop submissions and then the judging begins in August. So kind of going from there is going to be a cool experience to yeah. see where people are going to come from. So far as from UK, we got New York and then obviously Toronto and, and like Ontario, just like surrounding areas. So yeah. it's going to be cool to see where how far it's gonna stretch yeah for sure like you're flying them out too right or some accommodation something so yeah so if the if the person ends up winning the the final round then we yeah. will end up like depending on where they're coming from we'll end up like subsidizing their ticket to a certain degree or like trying to get them okay, out okay. somehow but yeah. definitely making that experience for them to get in the studio with castro guapo because yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be a dope experience as well as just something that they can have for forever right mm -hmm. yeah placement's gonna last forever and you'll have competitions that give money and money is cool like i'm sure you know like my, everyone loves money but to be able to have like a placement and a credit with you know someone yeah. that has millions of streams is gonna be it's yeah. gonna be cool for some people for sure you gotta document all that that could be like a documentary low-key his little Trust me. The producer <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. The producer <laughs> is like bro that's sick yeah weird. no it's gonna be it's gonna be a real cool experience for sure yeah well i just wanted to know we talked to keegan a little bit about like his story with beat cave and how he first started oh, yeah. he also mentioned like meeting you and like you know how you guys you know brainstormed the idea so we want to hear your perspective Tell <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes so yeah okay so it's funny because um 
I first started off like like I was like because I watched the like, Keegan one. I was I first started off exactly like that where I was uh, I initially came into it, I was like okay it was like I literally remember it was like in July of like 2018, right? I was like okay I want to get into the music industry. I was like yo you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a big beat battle and I'm gonna just like I'm gonna have like the win but instead of like this I'm gonna get the like literally what the Canadian Beatmakers League is right now that was yeah. my idea. Okay. Literally what it is right now, that was my idea. And I was like, and when I started, I was like, okay, there's no way I can possibly do this. I have no connections. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing, what, <laughs> like whatsoever. I come from the fitness industry. So it's like, for me to just like now, just like want to just step into the music industry without like prior knowledge of like really just anything except like watching, you know, shit and like hearing blogs of like whatever, then, you know, I just entered it. And that's where like, you know, Kingdom of the Keys came in. Yeah. So I started that like in March, I think like March or April of 2019. So it took me up until like, you know, that time to like really get that started. And I started off, I was like, I was realizing, yo, these producers, they're not really fuck with me right yet, right quick. You know, it's just yeah. like, <laughs> like you know, up. I'm not like, cause I'm not doing anything. I'm just like, you know, I'm just there, like, just saying like, this is happening, you know, like, yeah. pay me this then you can be a part of like they're like i don't even know you like who are you like what, what's what are you what are you even about like yeah, yeah you know facts. so i realized i'm like okay i gotta start a little bit smaller right and i was like uh okay how am i gonna get these guys to actually send me beats and you know want to be a part of this battle and i was like okay well i'm gonna have to give some money mm-hmm. and i feel like that's gonna that's gonna be the only way that these guys are gonna like you know want to respond or want to be a part of it so I literally did like four or five battles where I was giving like 50 bucks here, 50 bucks here, a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there. Yeah. Um, and just like really starting to build that page with just, you know, messaging producers, seeing what they like and stuff like that anyway. So yeah. that started up. And then, and then in um, April, like it was just me and Keegan's anniversary not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> when I first met him, when I was like, when we went to the studio, because yeah. <laughs> I was recording a track, you know, you know what I mean. So oh, I so like, you ended up recording it? <laughs> yeah, of course. It's oh. not yo. It's on Spotify right now. Yo, go and check that out. My rapper name is uh, Justin Toronto. You done? <laughs> no, but seriously, I actually. I actually this so I was like uh, I actually wanted to just just record because I had yeah. nothing to do with Kingdom of the Keys. I just wanted to go and record and just like see what the process was like with like to make a song and just record to see like because I've never done that before. So how'd you end up finding Keegan? Instagram, Instagram on an ad, and I was like, okay, this guy's on an ad. He, <laughs> he knows like he's he's he, I was like I was like, I was fucking with that. I was fucking with that. Yeah. Um, so I saw him in an ad, and then I messaged him, and I was like, yo. I need to do a session. And he's like, okay, cool. Give me the price. Then I, we met up. Um, we first, like, I tell the story, like, I told the story before, but I was like, I literally wasted my time in the studio session. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, got, I got there, I wasted the first 20 minutes just rolling up and, like, blazing with him for the first, like, little bit, just talking. Yeah. And then I recorded whatever, but then we're just, like, throughout, we we're just continually talking about, like, because I, I told him about King of the Keys because he asked me about it because he saw that I was running that. He's like, mm-hmm. what is it all about? And he was just, I was just telling him and then we're kind of like talking. And then he told me, I remember one, one significant part. Yeah. He told me, he told me, oh yeah, I'm going to this, 
I'm going to this like uh, thing in December. Because this was in April. And I remember he already had his ticket for the Illmind uh, event. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that. And I was like, oh, so like it's like kind of like a workshop. Like, what do they do there? And I remember just like grilling him on like, yo, what is the, what's happening there? Like, why do you, why are you going there? I'm like, how much did you pay to go there? How much you like, what? Huh? Yeah. Sorry, but it's like, yo, is this what producers, like, is this what producers want? Like, is this what they need? It's like, yeah, like, they watch like this. It's like, okay, so then this sounds sick. So, like, why don't we do something like this then? You know, like, I don't think it was, like, right then and there, but it was just like, yo, this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. what if this and that? And, like, I was realizing, like, yo, I have, like, 45, like, I have, like, 30 minutes left. Like, okay, like, I need to, you know, like, finish this up or, like, you know. <laughs> but we ended up, like, yeah, we ended up just continuing to talk about it and, the thing was the thing the first the first bk was like discussing like how keegan came up in the game and how he was like working at boston pizza and like you know i never knew he actually got fired that's interesting that's the yeah. information for me. <laughs> <laughs> no i think i got fired but um yeah just like hearing that like hearing that it's just like yo people need to hear this yeah. and with my with my like reach with with kingdom of the keys because basically every producer like mostly like producers i followed are all from from ontario toronto right so like with the reach on there we're able to like have like 12 people come out to the first bk mm-hmm. um which which was not my like which is my least favorite bk of all the bk's even though it's the first one it was like my not favorite like, it's not the one that i like the most yeah actually no i won't say that i will say that I was the second second least favorite fucking bk but that's just behind the scenes personal stuff you know i'm not gonna get into much of that but you know what i mean but yeah i I, uh it started there and then from there just like yeah as keegan said before it was like we've changed every single bk hearing feedback talking amongst ourselves um and then and then on the fifth bk Sorry, I'm just rambling on. Like, if you guys have any yeah. questions, sorry, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you're answering the question still. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel like I answered it, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, how you got in, involved with Keegan and shit. Okay, so actually I have something to, just about what you were saying, kind of. So, okay, yeah. first Beat Cave, 12 people. Then we're at Camp One, which is the seventh Beat Cave event. And it was that what, was 100? the that was the eighth BK event. Eighth BK, okay, yeah, eighth BK around like a yeah. hundred hundred people, maybe even more, give or take. You know, let's say yeah. four years from now on this very same Wednesday, what do you picture like your week looking like? What is Jerome kind of up to four years from now? So yeah, like what? I like that. Um, truthfully. I, I will be like doing a lot of like these calls with like uh, employees in LA and New York discussing about them running their events over there yeah. and like what it's gonna look like and how they're setting their shit up. And then on the Beatmaker League side of just like creating that, I feel like that one is gonna be like a, a big, big thing for sure. Like, uh, you know, having the Canadian Beatmakers League and then creating more entities off of that is gonna be is going to be bigger than I feel like it's going to be a big thing. So yeah. that is going to be massive. So is this all kind of under the Beat Cave umbrella? You guys are thinking, yeah, or, yeah, under yeah. the Beat Cave, different yeah. events around like the world, pretty much. Yeah, like that's that would be that would be a cool that's like a cool goal. Like you know, I, I you know, I I think the beat maker stuff is like where people come together, but I don't think again like producers need competition all the time. I think it's more about community and coming together. So. Mm-hmm. 
being able to create little hubs of communities in different uh, states and then and then maybe even different countries uh, would be very would be very cool and something that I would definitely want to want to do for yeah. sure. You mentioned that you were actually in the fitness industry prior. So what made you interested into coming? into the music industry like what gave you that drive so i've always like rapped a little bit you know i've always just like rapped a little bit and then i i realized that i wasn't that good um <laughs> so i was just like but i love like i love the music industry i was like watching a lot of like different blogs and just like different um publication i was just like well i was just like how can i how can i be in this industry how can i be in this industry without being an actual like artist yeah. Um, whether that be a producer or, you know, an actual rapper or singer or whatever. And I was like, well, you know, I don't have any knowledge, but what I am really good at is like, you know, making sure that people have like a good experience and making sure that, you know, marketing and branding and all that stuff is, is on point. So, um, yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's definitely, that's definitely a thing for sure to after quarantine what are you looking forward to the most uh, like when it comes to events? yeah i'm i'm you know what i'm really looking forward to actually like really really looking forward to i'm i'm ready to have the boombox event mm -hmm. to i like even though the the mixtapes already released like that we put out on soundcloud and like audio mac and stuff i can't wait to have everybody all in one place that either create or are part of like that 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 music and just be able to be with everyone and listen to that music together. That's sick. I yes, think that's happening. gonna be that's gonna be the coolest thing. And then after that is gonna be like you know camp is I I, I think camp is gonna be a lot bigger uh, next time around. Mm -hmm. You know like and I'm hoping that like you know with everything going on that july or august is sometime where we can we were able to like facilitate something like that so i'm hoping that's the case and we're able to do that for, for that time frame but we'll yeah. see we'll never know i'm excited i'm excited that's still happening boombox i'm looking forward to that like yeah is it, is it a spe space with like an open bar or something or because that'd be sick <laughs> <laughs> like a little drinking and music blasting yeah yeah well it was that that's what it was like for the first boombox it was like okay, it was really yeah. cool cool event just to like be able to have people together but I, I i thought this boombox was going to be better than that one because the fact that we're coming together for a reason like the, the purpose of boombox is moving forward mm. is the purpose of us being able to release the music that was made at camp it's always going to be camp it's always going to be boombox rated one after the other wow. you know because that's going to be the way we're going to release the music as well as showcase the people that are actually a part of it Right. So it was, uh, that's, that's what it's designed to do. So I'm excited because that's the format for us. It's kind of, you know, being able to facilitate though. And then also keeping true to like the, the first seven, like the first seven BKs that we did were, were tailored more towards, you know, education and community and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. so we definitely want to make sure that we're, we're always on point with that and talking to people about doing another experience like that for sure. Cause Camp's definitely cool, 100%, mm -hmm. but there's still that education factor that we want to still be able to provide. Um, and maybe in the future, that's a combination of both, right? Where we're having the education as well as camp still happening simultaneously. Mm -hmm. uh, um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely 
goals moving forward, man. Just trying to keep keep it keep it going. Yeah. I like that format a lot. That's I didn't put it together before that like you guys are gonna go back and forth, but it makes a lot of sense and like it really hypes up releases and everything. I, I'm just imagining like if yeah. it drops the day of the boombox event, like that's gonna be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely banana nut chocolate. Banana nut chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Real. Yeah, so like I, I, that's what I'm excited for. And I, I just wanna be able to create more connections, right? Like I wanna be able to meet new people so that I'm able to introduce them to our community so that they can see what's really going on because you know, a lot, a lot of people don't know where to look, right, for actual talent in this city, and there's just so much. So yeah, I just, like, from the very beginning, the first BK, and that's all I want, is just, like, someone that came to BK to meet each other and just fucking blow up together, and then they're like, oh, when they're talking about this, they're like, oh, what happened? It's like, oh, we met that BK. And then, you yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah. to be able for, for us to use that kind of shit, just mm-hmm. to, like, you know, get some get some decent accolades and, and the yeah. accomplishments for for the shit that they do, right? Yeah. You guys work hard as hell, man. Working all the time. <laughs> Literally. So you gotta do the, the first, or I guess, okay, I would call um, fitness kind of entrepreneurial because you're working on your own and going out and doing your thing. So it seems yeah. like you're entrepreneurial. And I was just wondering, is that the first kind of real life entrepreneurship you had or was before? Is that always yeah. something you kind of been doing or? No, it's so funny. It's, uh, so I was, I've been in, I was in the fitness industry for 10 years. Yeah. Right. So, um, being there and just seeing how, you know, social media evolved and, and seeing everything like that, I was kind of into it, but then so what really happened was like 2018, I started watching Gary Vee. So I know, you know, who Gary Vee is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I started watching a lot of Gary Vee and I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to start applying this to the fitness industry. And I did. I was like, I made a podcast and I was like being a lot more, like I was like online a lot more. I was collaborating. I had influencer marketing. I was, you know, doing all these little things that were definitely, you know, helping. Mm-hmm. But then I just realized I was like, I was going through, I was like, I really don't like it. I don't really like it. And I'm just like, no, this, this is not what like, you know, I strive to do. And, yeah. For me, mostly, it's like I am a teacher to a, like I like teaching, and I know a lot about fitness. And I know a lot about the industry. The thing is, is that like it's just really just draining to continue to try and like you know motivate and educate people on certain things when they don't actually well they do, but it, they're always fighting it, and it's just like a constant battle of like trying to like get people to understand what it is and what they need to do yeah. versus like what they're actually doing. And I'm just like, at a certain point, it's just like, why? I'm not, I'm like wasting all of my fucking energy yeah. on like you know trying to make sure that these people are like not gonna die when they're like you know fucking sixty years old. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, if you don't want to hear it, I'm that's fantastic. I'm like. I, and I just started to get so like, I was like, hey, and I started to listen to Gary B. I'm like, hey, what else do I like? What else do I love to do? What the fuck else like can I possibly do other than be in this industry? Which I still love. I still love certain aspects of it. And like, I still like educating the people that want to be educated about it. You know what I mean? But then just like diving into the world of music and the industry and how everything works and like, like what people do behind the scenes and like how people actually are and getting a taste of like in this past year like almost a year coming up is like getting a taste of just like what 
what everyone talks about, like how shady people are and like how people like only fuck with you when certain things start to happen. And like mm -hmm. when you really start to like, you know, create a buzz, then people really start to like, you know, hop on. And it's just like seeing those kind of things, just like it, it's, it's kind of interesting, but I, I, I enjoy it way more. You know, yeah. like I, I wake up in the morning, I'm actually just like, wanting to like do something else and trying to create and trying to like, you know, pump out ideas of like how to like really, you know, push the brand forward. Yeah. You know, that's it. so yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. So like to answer your question, mm. like, I feel like I was entrepreneurial, but I didn't have the tactics and Gary V like, just like put it all into my pocket and and I use that, but then now I can add my own flair to it based off of like watching him for so long. You know, he always says to like, stop watching him. Like if you stop watching him, it's a good thing because you know, you're yeah, doing your thing you're and you're it, like, yeah. and you're actually doing stuff. So I, I, I go back and forth with like trying to watch him for a little bit and then like doing my thing and like doing it with my own kind of flair. But um, he, yeah, it, it was definitely a, a, a wake up call to like watch him and then see how I should be and how other people should be so that's where I like usually when I get all of my branding and marketing is like from him but then also just like what I noticed based off of this industry right based yeah. off of like talking to talking to hundreds of producers like I spend my days like on King of the Keys talking to hundreds of producers you know what I mean like a lot so it was just like getting their perspective and talking to a lot of artists and talking to a lot of managers talking to platinum producers talking to like high business moguls talking to whoever else and just like hearing hearing them and then hearing i'm like okay you're literally saying the exact same thing i'm talking about so it's not much different than you know really what's going on so it's just like this is what it is so i just feel like to a certain degree i feel like i can speak on certain things even though yeah. i've only been in this industry for however long you know what i mean mm -hmm. um but yeah so it, it's 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 been it's been really cool and I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I got one more question about, mm -hmm. this is kind of just from my own curiosity because me and Mez were talking the other day and we were kind of like coming up with ideas for Beat Cave. Like, you know what, mm -hmm. like we think you guys could be able to do. And we were wondering if down the road, you guys ever thought of like a Beat Cave festival somewhere down the road or like a Beat Cave concert organizing. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We think like you yeah. guys are in the perfect position for something like that. Well, and, and that's where like Boombox is gonna end up, that's where I feel like Boombox is gonna take up his life of its own, where uh, in the future, as we continue to have them, like the first one we had like last to a performance, you know, we yeah. had like Andrew and like uh, Hey Bombay and uh, a couple other people just kind of perform certain things, right? So we can definitely see how people like that and they want those kind of things. So it's, 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 it's definitely gonna be something uh, in the, in that kind of form but um yeah definitely in that realm of like a festival type of thing where yeah. it's not just like a music festival it's more of like uh who does one like uh i don't know if like a3c i don't know if you guys ever seen them they're like they do events in atlanta where they'll have like conferences that like you know you can hear a marketing like music expert talk and then mm -hmm. but then you can like i think at night you can go and like hear a like concert by whoever is like there okay you know what yeah. i mean so it's just like i envision it to kind of be 
something like that where you can kind of mix the two together but yeah 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 definitely there's just so many different like cool cool little avenues that can be taken based off of like you know yeah whatever we kind of want to do yeah I'm excited, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> I love thinking about all these ideas and just like this is the brand and the future and where everything's going. I love thinking. Yeah, about it. and yeah, it's just it's just super cool what you can do and like who you can reach now, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it 20 years ago, it's this really wouldn't be possible. Like it kind of would be, but I would have to be out on the street just like saying, "Hey, come to this." Mm-hmm. Like like produce like producers weren't as abundant as they are now. You know what I mean? Like the music yeah, industry yeah. wasn't as like abundant. Like there's so many people creating music now that this is what it's necessary for people to kind of like, you know, have the education where they're not spending $60,000 to, to figure out that they just need to collaborate with people and learn, <laughs> learn <laughs> stuff off of like, you know, YouTube and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, you know, that's what it is nowadays. And, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just cool to be a part of part of uh, something cool and having you guys be a part of it and just like having people want to be a part of like like the fifth B cave having like Amber coming on board and like she's been a big help with everything and like yeah. with artist relations and like you know making sure that like certain things are on point and um, yeah she's definitely been a, a good like addition to the team and everything mm-hmm. like that so yeah I'm super excited her. for really good yeah what's that. We had a really good talk with her too about just like yeah. even hearing her perspective on everything like it was really like insightful so that one's gonna be a sick one too yeah yeah, yeah and that's definitely yeah why we brought her on because yeah. we heard her talk and we're like oh okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah so definitely aligned in that in that sense for sure yeah <laughs> Right. I have uh, one, last one last question, question. for you because we asked Keegan this. Want to know what's mm-hmm. your favorite style and/or genre of music? <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely not going to be um, Mexican cafe music, <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, honestly, like there's this playlist on Spotify right now called Pollen, and I'm not trying. Like, I, I think it's run by Frank Ocean, to be honest, and it's like just so many different genre, like it's genre bending. Like every song is just like, what, what is this? It's like, mm-hmm. so I, I, I constantly listen to that. Um, so yeah, anything on there, I'm usually just listening to. Um, oh. But then I have my own like little place where I listen to like, you know, Uzi and and everybody else. Um, but usually that Paul and playlist is just, is, is right. good vibes. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you guys doing this, man. It's, uh, honestly, it's been looking really, really dope. And yeah. uh, I'm really excited to be able to have you, like, when we actually do events, like, to have you guys do stuff and be, be in the trenches, just like talking to people. And, you know, especially because everyone's going to be a lot more comfortable with you guys, it's going to be freaking exciting yeah. when we can get back action fucking getting shit in order again you know for real exciting mm-hmm. all right bro this is dope thank dope. you thank you, thank uh, you man 